Welcome to Talk Back Live podcast coming to you from the city of Cleveland, home to the Cleveland Playhouse. Well, hello out there and welcome to today's show, Talk Back Live, hosted by yours truly, Gloria Shea. I hope you are tuning in and I hope you've been tuning in over the last uh, few weeks here to Talk Back Live. We've got a special guest today, Justin Blanville, right here in the city of Cleveland. We are broadcasting live from the city of Cleveland. Today is September 11th. It's a special day here all over the all over the country. Be sure and go to our YouTube page and like and subscribe to Talk Back Live. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in today. We've got an exciting show for you, Justin Glanville. He is the um, reporter for local TV here, WCPN, located in the city of Cleveland, and he has uh, a show called Idea Stream, uh, a local show here that's been doing very, very well. Again, I will uh, say that the all over the country today, of course, we're in commemoration of uh, 9-11 and we're celebrating, well, it's not a celebration, but it's 20 years now uh, since the attack on the United States. It happened September 11th. So um, we certainly want to offer our condolences and our heartfelt um, remembrance to all of the family, family members who were affected by 9-11. We all were affected. Uh, but uh, I know where I was on September 11th, 20 years ago. I can clearly remember where I was. Justin, welcome to Talk Back. Are you there? I am. Hey, Gloria. It's great to be here. Hey, good morning to you and, help, and welcome to Talk Back. Um, September 11th, 20 years later, where were you? Do you remember where you were on that, uh, on that uh, faithful day 20 years ago? Of course. Yeah. I, so I actually, I was living in New York City, Gloria, at that time. I was a reporter for the Associated Press, which is a wire service that provides stories for newspapers all over the country. And I remember walking to work that morning and everyone always talks about what a beautiful day it was in New York. And it was, it was just spectacular blue skies. And, you know, you felt like you didn't have a care in the world. And I got on the subway uh, to go to work at Rockefeller Center. And when I came up out of the subway, you know, the world had ended. Um, the, the planes had impacted and I got up to my office. And of course, you know, and the newsroom was, was just going bonkers. Um, and it was a long day <laughs> of kind of covering the attacks. And then I remember going home that night, I lived in Brooklyn. And I remember going home that night and there was a park not far from my apartment, uh, right on the East River. And, and I just walked there and stood there with a bunch of other Brooklynites just staring across the river at the, the two plumes of smoke, you know, coming up from the World yeah. Trade Center. And it was just, at that point, I was thinking about it. it. I think the emotion was mostly just complete disbelief and grief you know I think that's what kind of people were feeling and then kind of the anger and and all the other stuff came a little bit later but I just remember that night being very somber and just like stunned you know of course so yeah that's that's my memory how about you were you here in Cleveland I actually I actually was not here in Cleveland I was living in Virginia at the time 
And um, I remember after leaving out of the house, it was just a, yeah, maybe around 11 uh, o'clock or so. And because it happened around 9 a.m., I remember yeah. after hearing about it, it had happened just a few hours early, but I was heading to Norfolk, Virginia to a project uh, that we were working on. I had a construction firm at the time and we were working on a, a project there in Norfolk. So I was headed that way and I had the radio on. And that's how I, uh, I heard about the, that the towers had been hit. And so, yeah, it was, it was a, a very um, emotional day for all of us uh, here in the United States. And uh, 20 years later, it still hurts. You know, it's, yeah. it's something that will never, ever go away. But, um, but you, uh, you've been, on, I've known you for a while now. You've been <laughs> on uh, Talk Back before. You were yeah. on our show about a year or so ago. And uh, so I know what you do and I know how important your work is. Glad to have you here in Cleveland. Uh, are you originally from Brooklyn? Is that originally home for you? No, no, I'm from Cleveland, uh, the suburbs. I grew up in Brecksville. Um, I now live on the near west side of Cleveland near Edgewater Park. If folks know where that is. I was just at the beach this morning. Pretty, pretty beautiful day out there. Right, um, so no, right. I, I grew up here. Um, you know, I think a lot, like a lot of people, um, probably across the country, wherever you grow up, you know, you kind of, a lot of us feel that itch to kind of spread our wings and try different places. So I, you know, I decided, so that's what drew me to New York. I, right after college, I moved there and, uh, you know, it was a great place to be in your twenties, to be in my twenties <laughs> right? <laughs> and kind of exploring, you know, mega city life and you right. know, dipping my toes in the water in terms of being a reporter but thanks for yeah it's I remember when I first met you was at is a different world it was pre-pandemic and it was at Cleveland Public Theater yeah. and we you were doing a reading of your play Sugar yeah yeah remember. Sugar the, I think sugar the I was, stage play was I doing a reading that night too or was yeah I you were you, had, you were working okay. on a, a project as well that I think okay. you've already finished and it's already gone and, and yeah, been yeah, produced yeah. and aired I think on public uh, radio yeah could uh, be could be uh-huh yeah yeah that's that's where we met and then you came on to talk back um but uh, you've had I mean you're you've had a pretty solid and a pretty vast career in reporting and public TV and I, I it's one of my favorite subjects to talk about public television I've loved it public radio for years I've loved it I am a member <laughs> so if you're not you. a member thank of public you, radio you. public TV <laughs> join and um I've always had a fondness for it so you've now you've been doing public TV for how long so I started full-time at IdeaStream Public Media two years a little over two years ago before that, I did do some work for them on a freelance basis. Um, IdeaStream Public Media is kind of interesting because we're both a t the TV station. You mentioned WVIZ is the TV station, but we're also the public radio station, 90.3 WCPN. And then we also have a classical music station called WCLV. Um, right. That's at 104.9. So... We kind of got a lot going on under one roof. And uh, there's a few other stations around the country that are like that, that have TV and radio under one roof. But yeah, it's kind of cool because you can you, you can experiment and work in different storytelling media, right? You can do visual stuff. You can do radio. I agree. I love uh, PBS. I'm always tuning into the shows there. 
But in terms of making stories, Gloria, I really love, and I think you're maybe the same way a little bit. I love audio stories and radio stories the best because I just love capturing sound and I love capturing human voices talking. You know, there's just something about hearing someone's voice in your ear or coming over your car radio. I think that's so intimate. And I just love that about radio. So I mostly do, I mostly work in radio, but yeah, we, we got TV under our roof too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I share the story uh, with my podcast for our listeners out there that do only the audio and maybe haven't jumped aboard to the, uh, the live part yet. But I share a story, uh, my childhood, when I grew up, how I loved pub, uh, radio, just uh, the radio theater, loved it, was so intrigued by it, so taken in by it that I would listen. And it, to me, it was better than watching the, it on TV because of the sound and the actors at that time were just so, so very good at what they did till it was just, it was my best entertainment moment <laughs> as a kid growing yeah. up in Cleveland. And I share that uh, on my, uh, my podcast. But yeah, so, you, so you're doing the public radio you're doing and you got your t-shirt on, you're working out there. <laughs> right, for Thumbs those who can't see, I got my public radio nerd shirt on, yep. And you're, and you're working out, you're getting it in, that's getting my stuff on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so, so you're, we, yeah, we share that, no doubt, uh, Justin, the love yeah. for, for radio and, and public radio, no doubt about that. So tell me, when you got into the industry or when you thought, when you knew that you wanted to get into it, are you where you want to be now? Or are you looking for other avenues uh, to explore uh, in yeah. uh, radio and TV? You know, I, I, I would say in most ways, yes, but I will say, and, and this is not talking out of turn because I've been very vocal about it at the station. I'd love, to, I'd love to move in more of a direction of community storytelling and community radio, which by that, I mean, I'd love to work more and more directly with community members to empower them to tell their own stories. So I still love reporting and storytelling myself, but I'm also just becoming increasingly interested in how do I put a microphone and not even a microphone, right? Everybody's got tools in their pocket already to make radio that, you know, everyone's got a smartphone and you the can phones, yeah. pretty good audio yeah. on there. So the how phones. do we, uh, how do we empower people to you know, create their own stories? So that's kind of, I'm kind of trying to push in that direction with my work. We've been, I think you mentioned a story I just did with, with one of your recent guests, Cardell Belfort. He's a poet with him. <clears throat> and, and so just for folks who don't know, he's a, he's a formerly incarcerated poet. Um, and I did a whole series because he was part of a group of poets that met in prison and they've kept writing poetry since then. So I did a series where I just recorded them telling their stories and also just like recorded them working their present jobs and kind of reflecting on everything and reading their poetry. So that's the kind of stuff I'm, I'm really excited about most recently, Gloria, is just, um, you know, really getting people's voices on the air that, might, that we might not otherwise hear and handing over the reins. <laughs> A little bit more in terms of who's controlling that storytelling and who gets to lead it. I like that. I like that, Justin. Uh, that's another thing that drew me to you. I I, uh, I like that. I think community is 
is very, very important to you uh, and being more involved in the community. Uh, speaking of, and I was going to get a little bit more into that the latter half of the show, but um, the poet the, or the poetic reentry program, so to speak, that you and these guys have been working on. Uh, let me ask you first, has that been released? Yeah, it has. Um, and folks can go to it's ideastream.org slash poetic reentry. And we've got, I think, five stories up there. Um, each week we did a different guy. So far we've only done men, but I'd love to work with some women too. Um, so yeah, and one of my colleagues did a really great job putting up some cool videos and photos and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely right. that's up there and would love to yeah, hear feedback from folks on what they think. I hope right. it's now, inspiring too. And, and they simply just go to the public television website or just go to wcpn or idea stream pretty much just pull that yeah. up and then the best, they can actually catch it yeah the best way to go is just ideastream.org and that way you can get all of our stuff you can get the tv stuff you can get the radio stuff um, right yeah, it's pretty easy to navigate yeah idea stream has been around how long now oh my gosh gloria okay um <laughs> a long time okay i want to okay. say I want to say that, so, so, okay. So idea stream as a, you know, an entity that includes both the TV station and, and the radio, the radio that merger happened in 2006 is when that happened. Okay. WBIZ and WCPN had both been around for a long time before that. I want to say WCPN, the radio station maybe got started in the sixties. Yeah, and I, I'm not as familiar with the history of WBIZ, but you know, I I think the '60s was kind of the big boom of public media in this country, and there was a lot of funding back then, more than there is now. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, that's that's when both stations got started, and then our current entity, and we're at Playhouse Square. Uh, we have our facility there yeah like i said was was 06 yeah we're we're going to talk about that in the second half of okay, the show cool. we're coming up uh into the break and we're going to encourage people to of course support uh public tv and public radio you're listening to talk back live hosted by gloria shea and uh we're going to catch you on the other side stay tuned this year my mom got me the perfect bag for back to school these colorful binders help me stay organized these headphones are just what I need for studying. These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must-have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored pencils, too. These new socks, they can be a real lifesaver. I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom. (laughs) 
Okay, welcome back to Talk Back Live. And my special guest today is none other than Justin Glanville, a local Clevelander here, and he is a reporter for Ideastream, here heard and seen locally on public radio and public television. Justin, I think what you do is important. I really do. Um, we could all watch, you know, TikTok and this uh, this new wave or new craze for uh, entertainment and and even news because news is such a part of entertainment now. Some, sometimes you don't know which is which. I mean, really, coming from a, a background that I that I have, uh, I I, I kind of watch things more closely on that. But I think what you do with public TV and public radio and idea stream is so, so important because number one, you're servicing the community, you're right in the thick of things, you're going out meeting people, everyday people who have everyday real experiences that you share and you make more and more people aware of what's going on. For example, we had one of your, uh, one who was involved in your production uh, in the Poetic Reentry Program. Uh, We had Cardale Belford on a few weeks back Great show, great gentleman, uh, making his way back into society, giving back to society, even though he had a setback, of course. But a lot of these guys are the same. Uh, they, they come from, you know, just, just making bad choices. And now they're trying to not only just make good, but just give back to the community. That's in your heart, I can tell that. So tell us just a little bit more about that. Well, Gloria, first of all, I mean, thank you for those words. It, it means a lot to me that you value um, the work I do and you see it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you. And, and back at you. I, I love your show and the way that you get voices on the air, too. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's funny. You mentioned social media and TikTok and stuff. Sometimes I'm like, I got to get with this stuff more. You know, I got to start doing TikTok videos or I got to start tweeting. I have been trying to get on board with Twitter, Gloria, for years. And I just, you know, I think I'm coming to a point where I'm like, no, it's okay. Like I can, I can just not do the things that I don't enjoy, you know? Um, And what I love is a slower style of storytelling where you really get to know someone. And I think that's what public media does provide a space for more than a lot of other outlets. Um, you know, it's, uh, nothing against other styles of news. You know, people, people get their stories the way they're going to get their stories and people respond to different things. But for me, I love to just kind of sit and get to know one person at a time kind of like what we're doing right now, you know, just one-on-one conversations. I get stressed out when (laughs) I start hearing multiple people talking at me, talking over each other, um, you know, kind of fighting to be heard. And I think, yeah, where I can be most valuable is just providing those slower conversations where we get to know the nuances. Cause I think that's what we've, a lot of what we don't get as much of a chance to do these days, right? Right. And, and the pandemic only made it worse where you don't really get to know too many other people outside your bubble. Right. You don't get to have those deep conversations as much. So yeah, I, I'm glad you respond to it. And I do think it's just, ultimately you got to do the type of storytelling you love. 
right? You got to do the type of work you love and respond to and not try to be trendy. Yeah. So <laughs> up it's, with it's, the kids on TikTok. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and I, I totally get it. So the storytelling, I guess, is what I was trying to say is really is the, the prime key to why you do and how you do yeah. what you do. And I absolutely love it and applaud it. What are you, uh, is there anything that you're working on now that's, that's yeah. coming up? Yeah. So uh, last year, that's where the end of the year, I did a narrative podcast called Inside the Bricks, where I was at a uh, neighborhood called Woodhill Homes, or sometimes it's known as Morris Black. It's a public housing estate on the east side of Cleveland, and they're about to redevelop it. So what we wanted to do was go in and talk to people about their lives now. We wanted to kind of you know, get a better understanding of this neighborhood before it gets bulldozed and what do people want for the future. So this next, so we're going to do a second, I'm working really hard right now on a second season of that, looking at my own neighborhood, which is the Detroit Shoreway neighborhood on the near west side of Cleveland. It's a neighborhood that's been, a lot of people say gentrifying really quickly. Um, lots of houses are being flipped property values are going are really going through the roof which is good in a way but i just got really curious about well what's the effect this is having on people um so i've been having porch interviews with a bunch of my neighbors talking about their feelings about it um we're gonna look at kind of what does gentrification mean um how does it affect people differently based on their race or their income and so on so I'm excited about that. That's kind of my next big project. And um, I'm in this phase right now, Gloria, I don't know if you ever feel this way, like in the midst of a creative project where I'm like, I got a ton of material and I need to start bringing some shape to it. <laughs> and I, I'm kind of like in my head, silently freaking out about that. You know what I mean? Like, how do yeah. I bring some, you know, structure to all this? Right. But sure. that's, that's kind of my next big project. I'm hoping that that comes out the very beginning of next year, 2022. Awesome. Let me ask you, Justin, who was some of your favorite uh, reporters coming up or who mm. were some of the folks that you kind of watched a lot? Anyone or listened to? Wow. Well, <clears throat> I think the show This American Life is has been a huge influence on me. Are you familiar with that show? It's a, no. It's, it's on, um, it's on nationally. I think it's produced out of WBEZ in Chicago. Okay. But it's um, every week they have a theme um, like, you know, first dates or, um, you know, uh, testosterone. <laughs> I remember was one. And like, so that, and then they go out and they have stories from different people just about their experience with that subject so that i think that one has been very influential on me longer pieces um let's see this is a good question that i haven't thought about much i mean that's the <laughs> and, they're, and they're still and they are still on they're still they, on okay they're still on i believe it airs sundays at two of course i stream everything Right. You know, I, I like there. It's also a podcast you can download for free. Um, right. This American Life. I really love Terry Gross. Are you familiar with her? Absolutely. Fresh, Absolutely. Fresh yes. I have. I have been listening to her for years and years. And I have as well. I sometimes try to figure out what is it about her that is 
so special because she's not doing anything earth shattering in terms of format. You know, it's a, it's one-on-one two-way interviews, just like we're doing right now. And yet there's something about her that is, I think it's, maybe it's her level of preparation, like, and just, she just, I, she's got a whole staff too, you know, right. that helps her research <laughs> all her guests and stuff. Right. Um, but she, I think she also, I don't know, she brings like a structure to the show where even though it is an, in, it's an interview, but it still feels like a story. Does that? Right. Oh, of what, course. It makes perfectly good sense to me. <laughs> what do you uh, think? Diane Stream. Diane Stream uh, is, is, is one of my uh, very, yeah. very favorites. Of course, she's been on for years. I'm yeah. not sure if she's still on. I, I think she is. But I think she retired actually. She, did she? Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah she's she's one of my. I've listened to her on public uh, public radio uh, for years. Yeah. <laughs> Literally years and years and years. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So very important. Tell the the viewers out there uh, how they can support what you do, Justin. Mm. Well, thanks for the opportunity to to plug public media, Gloria. <laughs> so. Yeah, if you feel like um, supporting public radio, we are member supported. We do get some grants and stuff, but you know, contributions from viewers and listeners are always valued. And you can go to ideastream.org and there's a donate um, button at the top of the screen or ideastream.org/slash donate. Yes. So, yeah. There absolutely and, is. A and donate you can button. donate whatever you want. I will say, I always say this because I think it's something not a lot of people know. If you donate $5 a month or more, so that's $60 a year, you get like a Netflix of PBS. It's called Passport and it's like a streaming channel on your you know, TV where you can watch decades of you know, public TV co- uh, content, kids stuff, adult stuff. And that's been, that's pretty awesome. So I, I always, you know, we give away like these prizes, like the, t- the T-shirt I'm wearing right now and stuff. But I always right. feel like that's the perk that's amazing because I right. I just love to consume all that content. So uh, before we let you go, just are you working on anything, anything other, any other creative uh, mm. outlets like you were doing when I met you at the theater? Um, or- I am dabbling and uh, working on a novel, Gloria, actually, um, which awesome. I've tried here and there over the years um and it's tough (laughs) if you ever have you ever tried writing a novel well i've written this play justin called sugar the stage play yeah that was that was uh in itself and then of course i'm sure i'm gonna have to do some some editing and some additions to that. I mean, you know yeah. how that, how it goes. It never just flies out and hits, you know, publication yeah. or, or even the stage just as it started. There's always, you know, changes that you have to do, but uh, being yeah. creative people, I mean, it's, it's, it's a labor of love. Yeah. You do it, you love it, you get entrenched yeah. in it, you get lost in it. Yeah. And so, uh, and yeah, try not so, to take it too seriously. Right. Cause sometimes, I think because I, I, this is what I do for a living. I tell stories. Sometimes I feel like I struggle to bring a level of like lightness or fun to my side projects. I'm like, I take them almost too seriously. Right. I, I need to just be like, no, this is just, I'm dabbling in this. This is supposed to be fun. I, you know, this is not my job. You know right. what I mean? So I try to remind myself of that and just have fun with the side projects. Right. 
Well, you've been a very, very interesting guest. I want to thank you for spending and sharing your Saturday yeah. with us. I know you're a new dad. Congratulations. <laughs> you got a, you. a new 15-month-old baby Correct. of a son. Yeah. Uh, and yep. uh, congratulations to you thank and the you, missus on you. that. And I know you've got something planned today uh, with the family. So we want to to thank you for coming on and spending your Saturday morning with us here at Talkback Live. I always enjoy talking with you. I always enjoy seeing you do what you do. Uh, I encourage you to continue to do it. I hope you stay here in Cleveland and continue to work on public radio and public TV here. Justin Glanville uh, has been our special guest today. He is a reporter for Ideastream, seen here locally in the city of Cleveland, uh, WCPN, and of course, uh, he is also seen on uh, WVIZ. So Gloria, check I him out. Say Go, really ahead. Quick too. Go ahead. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And I, Thank you. I admire what you do too. I always love seeing you come up in my my Facebook feed. So uh, <laughs> yes, right back at you. Keep doing it. And let's keep finding ways to, to stay in touch and collaborate. Absolutely. Tell everyone, you know, Justin, about Talk Back Live. Okay, Let I them will. know that we're here. We're going to be I here will. every we alternate Saturdays. We're on live at 11 o'clock a.m. And uh, let them know we're here. We're here to stay. Sure thing. All right, Justin, I'm going to let you go. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Justin, you have it there. Justin Glanville, reporter for Idea Stream Scene here locally in the city of Cleveland, public radio, public television, uh, a guy who really uh, loves the community here and uh, he loves doing what he does. We've got a special guest coming up on September 24th here on Talk Back Live. We're going to have Bishop Terry Austin along with uh, Kim James. They're going to be seen here from Virginia, and they're going to talk about uh, how to make your air uh, better uh, with COVID and everything that's been going on for the last few years. Uh, they're going to share a product that they have to tell you how to breathe better air. And then later and uh, sometime in October, we're going to also have George Frazier. Uh, he is a well-renowned, well-known, world-known uh, CEO, entrepreneur, speaker, and uh, he's going to come on Talk Back Live here in October coming up. Uh, today is September 11th. We're commemorating what happened to the United States 20 years ago. It's been 20 years now. And I want to give a shout out to my producer, Keith Hayes, who hails from Massachusetts. And I want to give him a moment before we just totally end the show to talk about where he was on uh, this infamous day, September 11th, 20 years ago. Keith, how are you there? Oh. That's okay. That, that's all right. Be sure and go to Talk Back Live. Go to our YouTube page. Like, subscribe. Tell everyone about Talk Back Live. Every other Saturday, we're going to do alternate Saturday. We'll be back September 24th live with another guest, of course, uh, two special guests from uh, the state of Virginia. And they're going to talk about how to help you breathe better air. And that should be very interesting. So tune in for that. Thank you for all of our uh, viewers and our listeners who've been faithful to talk back. We've been around now to be three years um, February of 2022, three whole years now, three full years of talk back with yours truly. And I want to thank my listeners, 
who have stuck with me uh, for the last two and a half years. Thank you so much. We just, we're just going to get better. Go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. So as you guys remember, 20 years ago today, uh, one of those planes had flew out of the Boston area. And it was one of those things that was kind of a surreal moment for me. I was working the overnights at that time, stopped to get gas in the morning on my way home from work. And I remember listening to the Russ Parr show on the radio. And Russ Parr was simulcast out of the New York, Washington area. And what had happened was, was that the first plane hit while they were live on air. And Russ Parr came on and said that the plane had hit one of the World Trade Center towers. And he was leaving home. You know, he was leaving the studio to go home to be with his wife and kids. He, you know, this he was scared. He was worried about this situation. And I remember finishing pumping gas in my car and rushing home and waking everybody up in the house because it was a school day. And, you know, woke up the kids. And it was weird because I turned the TV on to show them what was happening. And just as we got the TV on and the news broadcast on, the second plane hit. And it was just a surreal moment. And the weird thing about this is that after this day, you know, we became unified as Americans. And it's sad and weird in a way because prior to 9-11, our country was in the same state that it is today. You know, everybody's back and forth at each other's throats on social media in regards to vaccinations, in regards to abortion, and in regards to race. And in one moment, everything changed, <clears throat> and we all became unified. We all became American. You know, it was the night after the 9-11 attack that everybody went out on, in the streets and stood out there with American flags and held hands and hugged one another. It didn't matter what color you were. It didn't matter what race you were. Everybody showed everyone support. You know, cars went up and down the streets with flags, and everybody supported them with candles and and stuff so you know it sucks that we you know we had this incident happen but this incident pulled us all together as one and it's something that i will never ever forget in my life right i agree yeah 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 absolutely i i agree with you it's it's a it's a moment in time that we should never forget and that we should always remember. And uh, for those that, that were more personally affected, you know, the family members that, the families that lost their mem family members, is, uh, it's still something that, that hurts, you know. And uh, all on television today, on all the major networks, they're showing, you know, the ceremonies uh, on it. So I just want to, on behalf of Talk Back Live, uh, say to all of the um, viewers out there, if you know someone personally, or if you don't even know someone, let's uh, say a prayer for the families that they continue to strive and to have strength to, to go on. Uh, there were a lot of fathers lost, a lot of mothers lost, a lot of friends, just, just very, very tragic. So let's hope that it never happens to our country again. Uh, but it, it, this should, we shouldn't have to have things like this to bring us together. Let's remember that we all need each other and to reach out. Uh, to each other. Thank you so much for tuning in to Talk Back Live. I enjoyed the show. I hope you did. Keith, my producer all the way from Massachusetts, kudos to you, my friend. Thank you for always being there for me. And uh, let's, let's do it again in two weeks. Let's do it again. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, America.
That's a wrap. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Be sure and go to our Facebook page, Talkback, a thought-provoking talk format. That's Talkback, a thought-provoking talk format. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of Talkback. It can only make us better. Be sure to check us out on Spotify. Also, Twitter, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are heard. Be sure to check us out on YouTube. Again, thank you for listening. Until next time, America. You have been listening to Talk Back with my grandma on Spotify. Be sure and catch her every weekend. Oh, and by the way, my name is Kari. Bye.